Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to our today's podcast. And my names are Meshak Mantake. So it's my honor and a privilege to welcome you today in our, our today's podcast. And um, I'm so excited and have this energy of sharing with you what I have today. I hope you have been having a good day, a good week, and God is doing you good. Yeah, so welcome. Um, so what am I going to do today? What am I going to speak today? Okay, so there is this tendency, especially in this generation that we are in, um, the new generation, the, us, who we um, 21st yeah, generation, so to say, we are always we are in the mode of wanting things to go first. Like you want everything to to happen as fast as you want. There is no that 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 um, ability or the virtue of waiting or of having patience, and uh, it because mainly due to to the level of technology that we are seeing around with what is happening. But we are fast. We want everything to to happen. Like you want it now, then by now, now you want it to, to happen. So that is among the, the challenge that we are having as the, 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 the generation of uh, today. So why do I say that? Um, one of the things that really um, goes with a person being fast is that person cannot be deep. The growth of the depths depends with the speed. If you want to go deep, you have to slow down. And that is the really, the really essence or among us the virtue that is required in life. No wonder God fashioned life to operate in process. There is process to each and everything. And the key to depth is you slowing down. Slow down so that you can go deep. And as you, you, you allow the process to each and anything. You give a room for that thing to mature in its accordance, which is quite opposite to what um, so many people are experiencing. No wonder most of people currently, they are so shallow. They are so shallow in, in, in what sense? I mean, um, you find a person... He's, he or she is not deep in anything. Like, when you want to, to measure the level of maturity, let's say, or the level of knowledge or a certain skill or a certain thing, you find there is no that depth because each and everything good really has to... to you really need to appreciate the, the process of each and everything. Yeah, so... One of the things that I've come to, to learn and to realize as I've been growing up is the key to depth is you slowing down. There is so much, if you slow down, you'll observe life in each spectrum that is required because there is so much to look around and to, to look and to observe as with what is happening. Yeah, so... 
you find out we want like um i want even the shortcut to the things which they cannot be short cut um like um there are fast foods you see if you go in there we we have mwendokasi magari mwendokasi if we you you go to a place of network you want 5g if you 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 go to the restaurant you want a place where they will serve you fast so we train our minds not to wait while you will learn about god that the really working of god is being done while people are waiting yeah so this reminds me of the story of abraham and sarah i was reading this verse oh i was reading this book the book called abraham and it was narrating the story of abraham yeah you know sometimes when you are reading it is like we're just reading the story or just like it seems like fair tales while what that is what really happened in the past and that was those were people um, where those events were happened to them so for example you take um, the story of Abraham from him we can learn so much about patience and so much about waiting no wonder is called a father of faith because there is no faith if there is no waiting no wonder in several times the scripture teaches us that the only way to inherit the promises of god is by faith and patience so you come to realize patience is such a very important virtue in one's life because in patience there is a waiting and in waiting there is a molding and the molding there is a growing up um into maturity of what god wants you to 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 do or to be or to to become you see so the story of abraham in summary so this was a nomad a nomad person who was living in all of chaldeans with his um parents with his relatives up to the age of was it about 80s 80s something years from there god appeared to him first he appeared to to his father then he spoke to to him that you should move out of all of chaldeans to a place that i'll show you but yeah so after he appeared to to abraham abraham decided to move out with his father Yes, he reaches a certain place. Unfortunately, I forgot the name of that place currently. But he reached at that place and after some moments after staying there, uh, the father of Abraham died. After he died, then the Lord appeared to Abraham again. He spoke to him, "You have to move to a place that I will show you." I like Genesis uh, 12. then that is where the lord spoke the promises over abraham that i will make you a great nation i'll make you a blessing the one who will bless you will be blessed and the one who will curse you will be cursed so abraham obeyed god and he moved and again 
he didn't move alone. He moved with his um, was it nephew? We call it yeah. With a uh, lot. After that, he went into a place that he he never was before. And uh, up to this time, Abraham and Sarah didn't have a child. Yeah, they didn't have a child. But they received a promise from God that they're going to receive a child. It reached a moment when the time was running, like so many years have passed. If you read the Bible correctly, I think it was like 20, around 15 to 20 years. Then maybe Abraham started to think maybe because of um, I have a servant who can can be my the one who inherit the promise of God and all that I have. But God appeared to him and said, no, I'll give the son of your own from Sarah. So, okay, let me wait. It reached a moment when even to Sarah, the life was moving and they, they were seeing no uh, manifestation of the promise which God promised to them. Since when he was, he spoke to them while they were in Ur of Chaldeans. So, after agreeing or after after some time, Sarah proposed an idea to Abraham. You see my husband, you know what? The time is running. Currently, I cannot be able to take a, or, or to, to, to carry pregnancy. So I cannot because you see my, my body is, is wearing off literally. Like um, as we know, even in the normal biological um terminologies or in the biological science that we know that um, it, it, it is within a certain time that a lady can really conceive. Why? Because also the strength of that body to accommodate a child, it makes a lot of sense. So as Sarah was seeing that uh, what God promised, it was um, literally like it was impossible actually. So she was the one who proposed an idea to Abraham. Mm, you know what, my husband, maybe we didn't hear, hear God correctly. Yes, he said, you will have a son of your own. But who knows, maybe you can have from any of the lady. So I think um, you can have a relationship with Hagar. From there, you can have a, a son. And remember where uh, did Hagar come from? He came from when Abraham and Sarah went to Egypt, uh, where Abraham lied to to the king. After lying, then the Lord appeared to to that king uh, through the dream. Then he warned the king. After that, now a king decided to give Abraham cattles, even some of the workers or servants, including Hagar. So that is how also contribution of how Abraham was made to be rich. He lied to the king, and after, because God was with him, God dealt, dealt with the king, and after that, he, he allowed him to go um, with, with those uh, cattles and so many other, other valuable things, and also servant. And that the among of them was 
Hagar. So maybe I was imagining they were sitting at the dining table, speaking Abraham and Sarah. You know what? The time is running, and we don't see the manifestation of what God said. And at that time, God, after He spoke to Abraham, it passes some time. Then He appeared again, and life was was moving in that direction. So maybe we didn't understand from God. And this is what it happens so many times, even to us. And this is the danger of also uh, uh, what I call them having speed or especially when we have dilemmas in our lives so one of the things that I'm learning and God is teaching me even in my dilemmas I should never uh, move ahead of God even when I'm in dilemmas or even when you see there are no things uh, that are going the way you expected of them taking point is or the take home messages never go ahead of God. So this um, elder couple decided that uh, maybe we didn't understand God. So what we do? Abraham, at least you have energy. You can impregnate a lead, but me, I cannot take it. Maybe you should try with our servant, Hagar. From there, they went with hope that that solution will solve their problem. To amazement, it even added, uh, what can I say? It was, add, like, it was like, like adding um, petrol on a burning fire. So to the detriment of Sarah herself, Hagar become, or became um, someone to torture her. And to reach the time where now she, she told um, Abraham that I cannot take this anymore. You have to allow this servant to go out. Then after that, what happened? God appeared to Abraham. You made a mistake. Then now you have to listen to your wife as you listened when he, she advised you. Abraham agreed. He, he allowed Hagar to, to move out. What we are learning is so many times when we are moving ahead of what God says, this is always will be a consequence. What seems to be um, a solution will always be like adding a petrol to a, to, a, to a burning fire. So that is what happened to, to Abraham. Now from there, yes, so... Yes, so from, from there, after that, it passed like 20 years. After, yes, almost 20 years from, from that scenario. Now, we, 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 the Lord God appeared to him and confirmed that, no, 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 no. What I said is what I will surely do it. I've said that you will have a son of covenant, and he has to come out of Sarah. Yeah, so at this particular time, ah, they didn't even, I don't know if they really understood because sometimes when I'm reading the Bible, I'm trying to, to picture and to understand what was really happening at that particular moment. But what we learn from that story, after the waiting 
of so many years. So it happened, there are three um, men, one of them was the Lord, appeared to them and said, uh, next year, uh, at a time like this, you'll have the son of your own. Yeah, it didn't make sense at that time. But the next year, they finally uh, got the, uh, their promise. So why, why, why I'm reflecting on this? Because we learned uh, how God works from the people that he worked with him in the past or in the biblical history. No wonder the scripture says uh, it through, um, uh, it's through the reading of the scripture that we get to learn and also from them we might gain hope and comfort as we sojourn on this mystery called life. So from, from, from Abraham we learn that uh, God, yes, promised him to be a father of nations, but it took so many years for that promise to be a substance. And that is how God works. And in that process of waiting or in that process of enduring, God was not just having, um, having no business with Abraham. There was something that was building, you know, or God was trying to build in the life of Abraham. And that is a life of depth and trust to God. Surely I can tell you, uh, that time of waiting is what also gave ability Abraham even to dare to slaughter his own son. Because if you read that from the book of Hebrews, or I think Romans, when the Paul was uh, rendering that, um, that part, he said, Abraham being full persuaded that God was able to raise Isaac from the dead. So that trust, I'm so sure it was built in that process. So the beauty of the process is that it, it, it creates the depth in us. It creates the maturity in us. And that is what God is interested. God, God is not interested in, in what we do per se, rather in who we are becoming. To God, who we are matters than what we do or what we can do. So it, uh, to God, it, 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 it is something that... Um, he can make anything happen at any time. He is God, and he can do that. But remember, do you know why we are called human beings and not human doings? Because it was meant for us to be first before doing. And uh, the process of anything to become, that is what gives the value of any substance of any being. So most of the things happens when we are waiting or when we, 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 we are in that phase of waiting. And for so sure, I know that each and everyone has something that waits, always waiting um, to God. And in that process, there's this uh, common saying in English that while you're waiting, do what the waiters do. What do they do? They serve. So you serve with the capacity that God has, has given you. Yeah. So it's the same same uh, with the, the rendering of the book of Romans uh, of Abraham. That Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. Though his body was dead, but 
he was so sure that he who promised was so faithful. And he was giving glory to God while he was waiting. So there is a beauty in waiting, though our bodies doesn't, doesn't want that. And also the contemporary environment does not teach us that way. It seems like an old subject, but there is so much in waiting. There is so much in patience. That is, a, is among us the virtue that is required, especially in the, in, the, in the generation, in the time that we live in. So go slow, you'll be deep. Allow the process of God to take place in your life. Give a room for God to, to hovering and to give substance to your life. There is so much that is happening around. There is so much as we can see. Sometimes we are even tempted with the success of others. Maybe I should be the one. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. But we forget that um, the future belongs to God. And only God knows tomorrow. Yeah, and nothing is hidden in his sight. When he says wait, he's sure he meant or he means what he's saying. When he says move a step, in each and everything that God says or leading, he means what um, he leads us to. So there is so much in God. There is so much in him. And um, one of the things that we, 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 we learn, or one of the things that I've been learning um, currently, if I see there is something that is so in, is, is, is in, so in hurry, or like it is in rushing state, I normally give myself a pause because I know for sure God is never in hurry. God is never in hurry. God is a God of process. That's what we learned from the principle of pregnancy that the, there has to be a conception. From there, there are about three trimesters where each trimester there are things which are happening and in each there is a significance to that um, to that uh, baby that is coming. So there is process to each and everything. Yeah. So by this, I I I don't mean to be slothful or to be um, to be lazy. Rather, um, it has really to be according to to the leadings of God, or it has really to be how God is leading you to something. Or how God is taking you to do something, yeah. There is no there there is no wastage of time when God is in your life, and also there is no um, there is no what we call um, or what is normal says that um, maybe you seem to to go too slow, yeah. So that I can say, um, the the greatest mystery that God has put in our life is we don't know tomorrow. But we can learn from the previous people, from the previous um, individuals. If you read um, uh, the first Kings, second Kings, first Samuel, second Samuel, you come to realize it gives the summary of how different kings who ruled over the Israel. Some of them they were they were ruled for fifty years, some thirty different uh, reignings um, so there are there, 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 there would turn of leadership that have been summarized 
in, in, in paragraphs, in simple sentences. One of the things that you'll be so amazed is read we don't know the tomorrow. And only God knows that. And he alone can be trusted. Because what seems to be a winning at this time, it can be or it can be translated to be a great loss in the future. Sometimes those who seem to be winning at that time in their own ways actually leads into their own destruction in the future. Because sometimes we, we want to be fast on our own ways. You know, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. Then after the end, you come to realize it's only for our own destructions. Like what happened to Sarah and Abraham. While they allowed or they they went ahead of God in their dilemmas, only to realize they had Ishmael who, become, uh, who became the, the source of trouble in their family. So there is always that thing. When we want to produce something outside of God's clock and plan, that is what is happening. There is no one who is safe who is outside of God's plan. There is no one. No one, no one is ever safe outside of God's plan. There will always be those repercussions. So as we are waiting, we become stronger. No wonder that verse says, those who wait upon the Lord, they renew their strength. They'll mount up their wings like the eagle. They will fly. They, they, they will not um, they will not lose strength like like um, because that verse says the, uh, the young men can lose uh, or can faint but those who trust in the Lord will not so there is so much God is doing in our waiting there is so much that God is doing while we are waiting there is so much that God is doing and because God is God's of promise, and in the beginning of anything, God's always, or God always starts with His promise. As He's promising, what comes is trusting and waiting for the manifestation of that promise. Yup, I believe in a nutshell, it can be a source of hope and comfort as you meditate on waiting on whatsoever that you're waiting from God. One of the things that I can really uh, cement on this point is never go ahead of God, even in your dilemmas. Yeah, I'm so sure because there's some of the time you might be in the dilemma. You think maybe I can do this chap, I can get these results. But the Bible is very clear that there's a way that seems to be so right in our own sight, but in God's sight is not. And because we don't know the future, that is when we end up in troubles. But God always calls us to, to trust and to lean on Him. When He gives the green light, that is when we go. When He gives the red light, that is when we stop until we hear from, from Him. Yeah, so we are in different phases of life and each one of us is, is having his or her own issues to deal with. But in all of these, let uh, be guided or let be led by, by what God is saying to us. Yes.
have a very good day and have a very good week ahead may the god of mercies and grace be with you and um, may he overload your day with his blessings now and forever amen you are blessed thank you